Welcome to Influencer Law Talk. We are a group of European law students from Maastricht University under guidance of Dr. Catalina Guanta, who research every legal aspect in relation to influencers on social media outlets. Every week we publish a blog post on a current topic in this area of the law and now you can also hear those articles on the go, presented by the authors or members of our podcast team. Hello everyone, my name is Beatrice and I'm the author of the blog post that is going to be presented in this episode of our podcast. And before we jump into the blog post, I would like to explain briefly why I chose to write about this topic. So I have struggled with body image for many, many years. Um, I still do. And I've noticed, I think, well, everyone has noticed that, um, that social media can be a very toxic place sometimes. And influencer law is a very new field of law. So it's a field that it's not uh, sufficiently regulated yet. And I feel that some topics don't get the attention they deserve. And this is one of them. Um, a lot of influencers I know, they, they don't share only their lifestyle. They share their routine, in, which involves food. They share uh, the cosmetic procedures they do every week. They even share surgeries, which is very, very dangerous, especially for people like me who struggle with body image. Because sometimes it's very hard to filter what's healthy and what's not when you are on social media. Because I have had like many people that I followed and that I really liked the con their content. But in the end, I've realized that their content is not healthy for me. Uh, it affects the way I see myself. And I know that there are a lot of other people that go through the same. And that maybe they are not aware of what's going on. They are not aware that uh, that type of content or that specific person is affecting their mental health. So that's why I think it is important that users have some type of protection because sometimes we cannot do that for ourselves. So especially when you suffer from a serious disease like body dysmorphia, which is the main topic of uh, the blog post, you don't realize by yourself what's going on. So I really feel like This is not discussed enough, especially by legal scholars. And that's why I decided to bring this to our blog and now to our podcast. And I would really love if we had maybe a discussion about it uh, on our Instagram or uh, you guys can also comment on our blog post. I would be really happy. Yeah, so now let's move on to the blog post. I hope you guys enjoy it. And that's it. Ten million six hundred and seven thousand two hundred twenty-seven. This is the number of surgical procedures performed worldwide in 2018, according to the International Society of Aesthetic Plastic Surgery. Additionally, there were twelve million six hundred fifty-nine thousand one hundred forty-seven non-surgical procedures conducted. As impressive as these numbers may seem, there are reasons to believe that in 2020, the number of procedures increased drastically. 
and social media plays a big role in the proliferation of the desire to undergo surgery. There are two main reasons for that, filters and influencers. I will not go into detail about the first reason on this podcast, but just for the sake of clarification, many filters induce people to look for plastic surgery because they depict us with lip injections, fillers, facelifts, and many other procedures. As a consequence, in 2019, Instagram decided to ban augmented reality filters that promoted cosmetic surgery. The focus of this podcast is the second reason. A growing number of influencers has been using different platforms like Instagram, YouTube, TikTok to share their cosmetic procedures that range from simple non-surgical procedures such as botulinum injection to more complex and riskier operations like breast augmentation and liposuction. The procedures are portrayed in a glamorized way with an emphasis on the positive aspects and no light shedding the negative ones, like post-operative care requirements and potential complications. Inevitably, their followers aspire to the perfect body, which is an unrealistic standard, and this may lead to severe problems, like body dysmorphia. Body dysmorphia, also known as BDD, which is Body Dysmorphic Disorder, is a mental health disorder characterized by the inability of an individual to stop worrying and focusing on flaws in his or her appearance. In order to be considered a disorder, this preoccupation with the appearance must cause distress or impairment in different aspects of the individual's life, such as social, academic and occupational. This disease is an obsession, which warrants exceptional measures to hide or fix the purported flaws. And the quest for perfection present all over social media obviously boosts the development of body dysmorphia. A very famous and influential personality who has been subjected to lots of criticism due to her controversial posts related to a weight loss product is Khloe Kardashian. On her Instagram, she promoted Flat Tummy Co's meal replacement shakes, which contain natural diuretic properties that help consumers expel unwanted excess fluids and waste. In other words, it is basically a laxative. This was very irresponsible to say the least. Products with diuretic properties, when overused, can lead to dehydration, loss of potassium, muscle cramping and spasms, and even heart abnormalities. The actress Jamila Jamil, who is very engaged in discussions related to body image on social media, called out Chloe for promoting such a dangerous product in such a misleading way. After all, as Jamila said, Chloe has a personal trainer, eats healthy, has been through many cosmetic procedures, so it is at least dishonest to say that by taking a detox shake, someone can reach the same results and achieve a similar body. Chloe's promotion of the flat tummy coast shakes should be considered an unfair commercial practice, which is prohibited in the member states of the European Union under Directive 2005-29. The prohibition is stated in Article 5, and it is clear that the Instagram post was an unfair commercial practice because it obviously contrary to the requirements of professional diligence.
professionals should not recommend a product that is ineffective and dangerous. And it was very likely to distort the economic behavior with regard to the product. Also, those who suffer from problems with their body image should be considered consumers who are particularly vulnerable to the product because of their mental infirmity. Furthermore, Chloe's promotion was also considered misleading under Article 6 of the directive because, as mentioned above, the presentation was deceiving and she did not even mention the risks of the shake. In order to protect its users, Facebook and, of course, consequently Instagram, updated in September 2019 the guidelines about content related to diet products and cosmetic surgery. Currently, posts that promote diet, detox, use of certain weight loss products, cosmetic procedures are hidden from users who are under 18 in order to protect their mental health and body image. Although the new rules are beneficial, they have many weaknesses. Firstly, the focus is on users under 18. The protection offered to users older than 18 does not include cosmetic surgery. It's limited to weight loss and it is a very general prohibition that merely tells users not to post content about weight loss that contains uh, a miracle claim and attempts to buy, sell, trade, donate or gift weight loss products or supplements. Secondly, it's not clear whether the platforms are only going to hide advertisements, which might be a problem since posts are not always tagged as such, or if they're going to restrict every single post an influencer talks about diet and cosmetic surgery. Even when they are, for example, talking solely about recovery or when they just post a video of what they eat on a day. A big challenge when it comes to the social media practices is the fact that there are no structured regulations on the matter. The power is mostly on the hands of the platforms and I do not believe that they have been taking all the necessary steps to protect the users from harmful content. A more effective way to deal with the issue would be if social media platforms adopted some rules similar to the advertisers' guidelines for compliance with American Society of Plastic Surgeons' Code of Ethics, such as restricting posts that include statements or claims which are intended or likely to create false or unjustified expectations of favorable results, appeal to a layperson's fears, anxieties, or emotional vulnerabilities, photographs or images uh, portrays person before and after receiving services, which uses different light, poses, or photographic techniques that misrepresent the actual results achieved. Furthermore, new laws should be adopted in the public sphere. Regulation should not be an exclusive competence of social media platforms. Legislators should develop regulations that will be the default when a specific platform does not have a guideline on the matter. For example, in April 2019, the UK government published the so-called Online Harms White Paper, which sets out the government's plan for a world-leading package of online safety measures, aiming at a future independent regulation for online platforms hosting user-generated content, underpinned by a new statutory duty of care. 
Moreover, enforcement of the rules should not be entirely the responsibility of social media platforms. And depending on the severity of the violation, I believe that cases should be taken to civil courts so that people can be held liable for their violations and the users gravely harmed shall be entitled to compensation. The disturbances uh, social media has been causing to its users' mental health cannot be ignored. It is of extreme importance that the private and public spheres work together to protect consumers from the unfeasible search for perfection. If you liked the episode or want to hear more about the fascinating world of influencer law, go visit our website, computationalsocialmedia.tech, where you can find all our blog posts and follow us on Instagram at Law Influencer.